Hi, I'm Rocco Stano, and welcome to Storymakers on Kid Lit TV. I have award-winning author and illustrator Duncan Tona Tiu. My full name is Duncan. Everyone in Spanish calls me Duncan or Duncan yeah. Tonatiu Smith Hernandez. And Tonatiu is Nahuatl. It's the language that the Aztecs and people in the central region of Mexico spoke, and it means sun or god of the sun. Your artwork has been influenced by pre-Columbian art. You kind of have a signature ear. The ear that you're referring to, maybe you can see here. A kid told me it looks like the slice of a mushroom on a pizza. And my drawings <laughs> are very stylized, and you'll see that the hands are also kind of unusual. You'll also notice in the book is that people are always in profile. We always see them looking to the side, never with both eyes straight at us. This is very much inspired by pre-Columbian art. Before the Europeans, before the Spanish came to this continent, they would draw in that style. And I decided that for my artwork, I would draw in a similar style. When I was in high school, I knew that I wanted to pursue a career in the arts. You know, I did a lot of painting, a lot of black and white photography, different writing classes. But as I spent more time in the U.S., I began to miss things that were around me in Mexico. The food, the music, different traditions. And I had the opportunity to, to make my first book, my first picture book, Dear Primo, which is about two cousins. It's not a biography, it's not my personal story, but it's very much inspired by my observations of growing up in Mexico. And so one of the cousins, Carlitos, he goes to the posadas that happen in December and plays football and plays with trompos, canicas, all the games, all the things that I did as a kid. But then his cousin, Charlie, he lives in the United States in a city and they send letters back and forth about their um, experiences. At least two of your books were recognized with, uh, by the Cybert Award, which yes. is for nonfiction. And, and this is one of them, um, Separate is Never Equal. And it's a story that many people don't know. And tell us a little bit about uh, the, the issue. You know, some of the books that I make are fiction. Mm -hmm. uh, I make up the characters, maybe inspired by things in real life, but the, but the characters are made up. And some are nonfiction or informational. So this is a true story. The children, Silvia and her brothers, they couldn't go to school with uh, white children. They had to go to a separate school. And this was true and this story takes place in California, and this was true in many parts of the Southwest of the United States. Their family and other Latino families, they didn't th think that that was fair, and they joined together and they filed a lawsuit, and eventually California was the first state to desegregate schools. Kids connect to this story a lot because they see the injustice in the story, and sometimes they see parallels to, to some of their own experiences. So this is one of the books recognized by the Cypher, and your other book is Funny Bones. It's about an artist named Jose Guadalupe Posada. A lot of people don't know his name, but mm -hmm. a lot of people know his calaveras, know mm -hmm. the artwork he made. He made these Day of the Dead skeletons that during the Day of the Dead, you see them everywhere. So I wanted to make that book to kind of recognize this artist, to learn more about him. I myself wanted to learn more about who he was and why he made those skeletons. I'm very happy with that book because I was able to incorporate a lot of his drawings with my drawings. One thing that I did with that book is that he was alive more than a hundred years ago and he wasn't very famous during his lifetime. Even today, even now that his art is very famous, he himself, a lot of people don't know his name. So there's not that much information about him. Things that I couldn't find out about him, I asked questions of why he may, he may have drawn this skeleton, this calavera wearing this fancy hat or what may have inspired him to draw these skeletons dancing and eating. Mm -hmm. So sometimes if you don't know, if you can't find the information, I thought, well, maybe I can ask, you know, what, what may have inspired, and, and that's a little bit about that book. And this is more for older kids. It's called Undocumented, A Worker's Fight. While I take it out of the slipcase, tell us 
a little bit about the book. I like books like Persepolis, like Mouse, these books that talk about events in history, like the Holocaust, the Iranian Revolution, and I wanted to do something similar, something that talked about politics, and I decided to make it about some of the people that I met here in New York. Some of them were undocumented, they didn't have the proper papers to be in the United States, and because of that, they were being exploited at their job. They worked in restaurants and in different places and they weren't being paid properly or the boss was stealing their tips or if someone got sick, they wouldn't help them out. And some of the people that I met uh, were Mixtec. And Mixtec is a group from the south of Mexico, an indigenous group, like a native group from Mexico. And I looked up Mixtec artwork. And I saw that the Mixtecs drew uh, the way that I was saying earlier with their ears kind of like that, like threes, uh, very flat, very stylized, almost kind of like the Egyptian hieroglyphics. And they also made books that folded out like accordions like this, very long. Yeah, that's what I wanted to show. They actually made books like this. Yeah, they would draw them on the hides of animals or on paper made with tree bark. And they were very long. And their books told their stories of their warriors, of their kings, of their gods. And most of these books were destroyed when, when the Spanish and other Europeans came to this continent. But some of those books survive, and I saw images from those books. And so when I was in school and college, I decided that I wanted to make a book in that style. That was one thing that was important for me, is that when I published it, I wanted to make sure that it folded out like that. Yes. Before we talk about your upcoming book, another one of your books is The Princess and the Warrior. Is that based on a uh, legend? I wanted to do a book that was taking a story that people know of the sleeping woman which is this volcano in Mexico. Mm -hmm. There's a legend about this volcano, about Iztaccíhuatl, the sleeping woman, and Popocatépetl, the smoky mountain. And it's a story a little bit like Romeo and Juliet that involves this warrior, uh, Popoca, and Iztaccíhuatl, Ista. Someone tricks Ista, and she falls into this deep sleep that oh. she cannot wake up from. But the legend serves to explain why the volcanoes are shaped like that, why this volcano, if you look at it, it kind of looks like a woman laying down, covered in snow. So if we were to go to Mexico City, we would actually see these two mountains. Yeah, in different parts of Mexico City, you can see it. Oftentimes when you're landing into Mexico City, you can see it. So your upcoming book. Yes, the book is called Soldier for Equality, Jose de la Luz Science and the Great War. It's about a man named Jose de la Luz Science. His family had come from Mexico. His grandmother had come from Mexico, but he was born in Texas. He was a teacher. And then when the United States went to war during World War I, mm -hmm. he decided to join the army. He volunteered to be a part of the army. And he kept a diary. And every day he would write about his experiences during the war, all the things that he saw. But he also wrote about a lot of the discrimination in the army and back in Texas towards people of, of Mexican origin. He became an activist and he started writing articles and, and talking about this. So the book is about him, about him growing up in Texas and the challenges he faced as a kid, then joining the army, and then coming back and seeing that things hadn't changed but not giving up and, and using that experience to fight for, for the rights of, of Latinos like him. Do you have any advice for kids about creativity? Kids that are interested in writing, my best advice would be to read a lot. I think if you read a lot, then you start seeing what other authors do in their books, you know, how they tell their stories, how they structure their stories, and then you can use some of the things that you see them do in your own writing the more time and energy you spend doing something, the better it gets. If you dedicate a lot of time and energy to what you're doing, it's going to definitely get better. Thank you so much for coming to KidLit TV to share some of your books. Thank you, Rocco. I appreciate it. So remember, until next time, read a book in any format.